Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles out of Angel's you know, Angel Stadium, which Angel's Radio AMA 30 KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co-host, okay, um, in studio with his own theme song. So he's in here with a blaze of glory. None other than Mr. Tony Williams from Bite On Fishing. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. I love that song. Okay, Mia, who is actually here. In-house. Can you believe it? Okay, now, this one is coming in from, like, deep, deep underground. You know, I think it's deeper than, than, than six feet, okay? None other than the resident earthworm. The man... The insect himself, Mr. Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports, Western Outdoor News, and IGFA, and I don't know what else he's doing. But without further ado, under the totem pole, that's why this song, Mr. Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Now, you're in an airport somewhere, right? Yeah, we're in uh, we're in Vegas. Uh, we're gonna be heading out to uh, fly to Tennessee here pretty soon. Ah, where are you going? Uh, Nashville. Nashville. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, make sure you go to the uh, Hall of Fame. Okay, you'll see me there. Oh, I wasn't expecting that one. No, it's all good. So yeah, you're taking your wife to Nashville. This is gonna be a great one. You like country music, right? Definitely. Yeah, so it, it really is a great place. Nashville has some of the best barbecue. Okay. Tell me about it. I miss Nashville. Oh, you've been in Nashville? Oh, yeah. That's where they have the uh, a annual Big Rock trade show. Oh. And man, do they treat us well. We, we you know, Big Rock is one of our distributors, and they, they uh, really roll out the red carpet for all their vendors. Very so, good. Is that a, crim- a red crimson uh, carpet, or...? <laughs> anyway, but listen, Earthworm. Before you get to jump on your on your plane, why don't you uh, give us a little pass of what's been going on? Uh, boy, I see trout everywhere. So why don't you talk to me? Yeah, it's true. Trout everywhere. This week uh, there was a big um, state stock uh, that was scheduled. A lot of the local lakes uh, got a state stock fish, uh, like San Bernardino County. Um, all of the uh, the, reg- the regional parks did. Also, Silverwood Lake just received two stocks yesterday. Uh, both of 600 pounds, so they got a 1,200-pound total. And uh, the fish they've been putting in for about a pound to a pound and a half. So they're actually really good size for state. Uh, this year, they're a lot bigger than they have been in the past few years. 
Um, but yeah, if people have been catching fish, especially at Silverwood, uh, over there in Claycorn area, um, a lot of guys are using flies to get them. Uh, they're using little mini jigs, um, you know, and then of course they're soaking bait. Uh, shorter leader, they're not very far offshore. Um, so definitely over there uh, at Silverwood if you want to try for that. Now, if you're in uh, Los Angeles area, uh, they stocked Alhandra Park, El Dorado, Hampton Dam, Pudding Stone, Pyramid Lake, Santa Fe Reservoir, and uh, Kenneth Han Lake. So there's options there. Uh, if you're in Imperial County, uh, which is out there by the Salton Sea, they stocked West Lake, Sunbeam Lake, and then Worcester Pond. So, there, I mean, there's, there's trout fishing pretty much all over Southern California, and that's just the state stocks. You know, and so basically, I mean, get out there and catch fish. If you're looking for the bigger stuff, definitely, definitely, definitely want to go to Santa Ana River Lakes. This week, Santa Ana River Lakes kicked out a bunch of double digits, a bunch of high, you know, uh, fish that were just about 10 pounds. And that seven and nine pound, I saw probably eight or nine or so in that size. I mean, there were so many fish caught. It seemed like Chris's Pond uh, was actually doing, producing a little bit better than the big lake um, over there at the top side of it. Again, jigs are working, rainbow power bait, night crawlers, anything like that. Um, like a Cara, if you're fishing bait, Carolina rig with about a foot to a foot and a half liter. And uh, heavy on the attractants, you definitely want to dip in and a lot of bite on, get those fish active. But when they bite, they're fighting really good. So that's definitely a good spot to go to. Well, let me pause you right there. Um, Tony, um, something I've seen you do more and more, he just mentioned, you know, you got to make sure you get a lot of bite on. Why don't you share one of the techniques you have for the dipping inside the bottle? Yeah, so the uh, the bite-on attractant, we have five flavors, and you never know what's going to bite. We had a, a good combination of, of trying some different flavors on a really um, – you know, maybe it was a slower day than, than others and, and trying to get those fish active. So it's a uh, it's a fish attractant, liquid attractant, it's a pure fish oil, and it really broadcasts that scent to bring those fish in closer. They do, uh, when they do bite and strike, it's gonna be a, a much harder, more aggressive bite. And a lot of times you'll you'll know it because they're just, you're, you're real starting to, you know, almost smoke because it's going so fast. Um, the, but the bites are super aggressive and uh, it really does make a difference, especially when you're looking to, um, you know, catch those bigger fish, yeah, attract but, those but bigger fish. Tell them how you uh, you dip, how what you do. Yeah. So one of the ways that we use the uh, you can there's a um, a, a twist cap, and once you open that bottle, you can literally dip your baits. It's good for any of your lures, jigs, power worms, uh, any of your live bait and uh, power baits. And so it really does. You know, it's kind of the perfect little uh, bite for the for the fish. Uh, you can twist open the cap. And then just kind of dip it right in the bottle there, so it's yeah. almost a, a perfect well, little. Uh, yeah, and, and probably, but I've seen you do is actually you open the cap, you dip it in there, you put the cap back on, or okay. yeah, you put the cap Be back careful on. Careful when you put the tip the the cap back on because you're using two pound test, and then he just shakes it up and shakes it up and make sure that oil goes everywhere, and then you immediately. Go to the open jar of the fury, which is the yeah, dust. Yeah, the fury dust. This and is then a... yeah, I put the lid back on mm-hmm. and shake it all shake up. Shake it up. When it comes out of there, it's unrecognizable. It looks like a... Uh, a blob. A blob. A blob okay. of good fishing. But here's the thing. When you cast it out, okay, it brings 
all that attract and go. I mean, it brings the fish. One of the neat things too, this kind of the secret things for the fury. Once you see it, it really is phenomenal. A lot of the little bait fish start to come out, and that's what I think brings a lot of the underwater um, motion, a lot of uh, underwater activity. When that happens, all of a sudden you see them spread out quick. And that's when you know there's a big fish hunting that bait. It's super cool to see for the first time. Well, one of the things that happened, I dropped, uh, not dropped, uh, but I mean, I, when I dipped it in, I saw a couple pieces of the fury uh, fall in the water right in front of me. Right. And the way it just dissolves, and it, you, you see it float, it kind of like pops, and it just sets the scent. Yeah. It sets the scent. And it's almost like timed. It's like not all at the same time. So I can see um, creating an area that's really, really chummed up with the, with the sense, okay? And um, I can see it working. So, yeah, that's one of the things I highly recommend, folks. Because you never know. I mean, there's a lot of stockings going on, but fish don't eat 24-7, okay? And sometimes they get lockjaw. Yeah, well, it's it's a great way to use a combination of dried powder flake attractant as well as a liquid uh, fish attractant. And, uh, you know, when it's a pure fish oil, there's not going to be any, it's not going to dissolve uh, like water would and just go away. It actually stays on your bait a lot longer. So effectively, you can keep fishing for a lot longer or, you know, in different spots and really try to bring in and attract those those uh, bigger fish. Mm-hmm. And there's some big fish being caught. <laughs> oh, yeah, some big boys. All right, keep going there, uh, Earthworm. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so that's Santa Ana River Lakes. Um, if you're going to go a little bit north, uh, Santa Barbara County over there at Tachuma Lake, uh, they just had a stocking earlier in the week uh, with 4,000 pounds of rainbow trout from Mount Lassen. And these fish came in bigger, uh, average about three pounds or so, but they did put a lot of the, the seven to ten pounders in. Um, and this week, a couple of the eights were caught. I saw one that was just shy of ten pounds, uh, but I know there's more in there. Um, so definitely that's a good bet. Uh, always want to get on a boat at Kachuma. The boat's pretty much the way to go. The trolling up there is just, it's just phenomenal. If you go to the dam, how, how I've done it before is we head to the dam. Uh, you can either troll, uh, uh, a Rapala's like a PE7, you know, broken back color with like a fire tiger or the natural color really slow, uh, back and forth until you find a school. Or another way we were doing it was uh, we would pull up next to the dam, uh, whichever way the wind was blowing, and then we would drift. We would set our lines about half a spool out, uh, kind of with a little, kind of a smaller weight. That way it you know, floats about halfway range. And then uh, hold on and get ready to get bit. But, yeah, Kachuma, Kachuma is definitely going off right now. Well, let me give you a little thing about Kachuma Lake. Uh, Ronnie used to go there, and... You mentioned trolling. He came up with something unique. The fish were always holding a little bit deeper, okay? Mm-hmm. And so what he would do is he'd put an inline sinker and then the line okay. to the um, uh, to whatever he was casting out. Usually it was either a Marishad or a Rapala, one of, one of those things. Don't remember which one was it, or was it a Yozuri? I think it was Yozuri. Okay, that he was sponsored by at the time, and he put those down there, so that would cause him to to troll at a much deeper, right, uh, uh, part. I don't know what the level is of the lake now, but um, sometimes fish hold a little bit deeper. If you have a fish finder, it's a great way to figure them out, you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. I just my two cents. Keep going. Okay, so from Kachuma. Now, if you want to travel north and you're looking for 
maybe a trophy or a PB, definitely want to stop over there at Lake Amador. Lake Amador from us from Southern California is going to be about a six-hour drive north. But what they did a couple weeks ago was they had a, uh, a bonus stocking of massive fish. When I say massive, the average they put in was 12 to 18 pounds. That's, that's average? Fish, that's the average. Wow. Now, the guy, the, his name's Lee, the one that, run, that runs the lake. He said, and it's on the video too, there's one fish they put in there that's still roaming around. Uh, that's anywhere from almost 24 pounds to over 25 pounds. Wow. That's one that they stock. It's huge. It's a cut bow. Uh, I don't know if anyone's hooked it yet, but they definitely uh, connected. Wow. 24 pounds. And how would you fish for that guy? Uh, that one, they've been getting them on the troll. On the um, they, same thing, yeah, same thing on a uh, on a boat. Um, mm -hmm. They've been uh, just trolling for them. And okay. over there's, I guess there's like a creek over there, and uh, uh, pretty much that's it. Real slow speed and hooking up with them. They have a couple of guys been getting them on jigs, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's <laughs> pretty phenomenal that there's a chance to get you know 25 pounder out there. All right. All right. All that's right. a massive fish. 25 pounds? Uh, they, that's a massive <laughs> fish. And okay. I could imagine fighting that on two pound. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe four or six. I don't know. I've, my, I've caught a 21 and well, a half if you're pound. Trolling, if you're trolling, True. you don't have to troll with two pounds. You can troll with six. Right. Okay. Um, I've actually trolled with 15. I remember. <laughs> are, you, are you listening to this, Andrew? Oh, definitely. We were at Irvine Lake. Irvine and Lake, yeah. I had my bass rod and it had 15 pound test. And I said, oh, what the heck? And I stuck a, I had a mirror shad on. Right. And I even bounced him. <laughs> bounced the trout. <laughs> anyway, listen, hang on tight. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back. We'll cover a lot more of the local area. Lots of good fishing, lots of things going on this week. So hang on tight. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. We'll be right back. Boy, it'll be alright Cause I took this walk You're walking now Boy, I've been in your shoes Well, you can't hold back The hands of time It's just something you've got to do So dry your eyes I understand Just what you're going through Cause I took this same walk AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. 
Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. This is Pat McDonald, and it's time for the Bart Hall Family Fishing Shows, the ultimate celebration of boating, fishing, international travel, and tackle booths, plus dozens of daily seminars by experts. It's a full day of family fun with the fabulous flying dogs, the Paul Bunyan lumberjack shows, and more. Kids get in free, kids fish free. Don't miss it. February 16th through the 19th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Feel the passion, share the passion. Presented by Progressive. Get details at hallshows.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. A little cranberry there you know that's the cranberries all right this is angels radio ama 30 klaa this is also angler chronicles anyway when we went going we went to break uh, we we're talking about um some very good uh stockings going on in southern california uh tony you were mentioning in the break something about the california state record do you want to state that well, I thought it was 27 pounds, but I think after reading a, a couple of uh, bigger fish that were caught, if it was a if it was certified to be 38.2 pounds in California. But did it make it? Did it certify? It wasn't certified. It was a catch and release. So good job, angler. Okay, so but, okay, I asked you for California state record. That's not a state record. That's just a big catch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a massive. I've done a lot of big catches because didn't realize they were state records. Right. Or or, or records, yeah. (laughs) A lot of my friends have eaten records. Can you imagine? Oh, no, I can't. can't. There's three species I did that to. I didn't realize that they were uh, that big, and I weighed them. I knew exactly what they weighed, and then... A couple of my released, a couple of them were actually filleted and eaten. Right into the pan. Yeah, but not for me because I don't eat fish. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, mm-hmm. oh god, I definitely let go of a but couple see, we world didn't records. Have an, uh, we didn't have a resident IGFA guy, right? Okay, with this IGFA and, scale. Yeah, and and, and 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 Andrew, tell people what it is that you do for IGFA. Oh, uh, well, basically, what I do for the IGFA is weigh people's fish when they have a, a if they have a catch and they're close by, they'll call me up and say, "Hey, man, I I'm pretty sure I have a, a world record, a line class record." Can you come, you know, weigh it? And then I bring my scale down, weigh it. I sign off on it, make sure I'm a witness. And then basically that's the start of the process to uh, get their catch certified uh, with the IGFA. It, it takes about three to four months or so. Um, I stay in contact all the time with actually the weight keeper. So I just I kind of help people. Every question they have, say, hey, this is the guy to talk to. Get everything done. And uh, since I've been with them, uh, I have two uh, records that went through, uh, one for the salmon uh, in Oregon, um, and then another, uh, uh, Valerie uh, caught that 12-pound rainbow right there at Santa Ana River Lakes, and she got the, the four-pound line class world record. 
um, but I do have uh, five or six records that are still pending and uh, under review. And most of the time, people don't know that they have a record. They know it's a big fish, but some people are unaware of line class records and you know different world records like that, or or even length records. So you know, well, it's, like I said, uh, it's happened to me probably five or six times. And mm-hmm. I didn't have yeah, a, you know, and if it was a record, I mean, there's only probably two fish, maybe three fish that I would be interested in actually being written down, a calico bass, a yellowtail, or a, a rooster. Those are my, my three favorite fish to catch. Uh, calico bass, you'd have to be about 15, 15 pounds. Right? It's 14.7, so you got to beat it mm-hmm. by two. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I figured, you know, it has to be about 15 pounds. Good luck on that one. Uh, yellowtail, unfortunately, in the coast of Japan, it's the same breed that we have here, species, and they get bigger mm-hmm. over there. Hmm. And I believe the record's what, 109, 110? For a yellowtail? A yellowtail. Okay, and then it's not the same as the one that you catch in New Zealand and Australia. That's a kingfish. Even though they look extremely similar, mm-hmm. those, a uh, hundred pounder is a chicken, they call them. <laughs> okay. Chicken, yeah, because the, the, the a, a good size one's about 150 pounds. Wow. Okay, yeah. So, um, and the nice thing is, and and, and I'll say is, I, I post those New Zealand New Zealand's um, uh, kingfish a lot, and everybody says, why do they always hold them the same? And say, oh, always the same pose. Well, there's a reason for it. They cradle the fish for several reasons. One, it's too heavy to lift up. So they sit the individual down by the rail, mm-hmm. and then they place the fish in, in, in the guy's, in the angler's arms, mm-hmm. okay, and they hug it, okay? By doing that, the fish isn't, you know, doing They're it. cradling it, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not a, you're not hurting the fish, and they usually release these fish, so they get to fight another day. They get a nice quick photo, and, uh, and then they release them, which is kind of cool. Okay, but anyway, yeah. So um, I know I've had a grass rockfish, uh, barracuda, uh, I think trout of all things. But you know, it is what it is. Okay, I didn't weigh them. I mean, I did weigh them. I just didn't submit them. I didn't know to submit them. And a couple of them, I actually realized it when it was too late. And they bring you the fillet, and you go, "Oh, there's a record fillet." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So you say the state record is what now? Twenty-seven. Uh, it was twenty-seven. Actually, after reading further, it was certified at thirty-eight point two pounds. Thirty-eight for a trout. Wow, that's a, that's a big boy. That's a really big boy. Okay. All right, Andrew, keep going. Keep talking to me. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, so from there, we're going to come down south, and then uh, we'll stop at our favorite lake first, and then we'll talk about what we went over. Uh, for the weekend. So our favorite lake, Lake Elsinore, it's finally open. The fishing is phenomenal. Well, I mean, shore fishing, boat fishing, you name it, they're biting. I've seen pictures of carp being caught. I've seen pictures of wiper being caught. And of course, Jonathan Oliver Skinner was out there yesterday morning looking for those fish and he had a nice catfish that he caught, took a couple pictures and let it go. Um, definitely if you're fishing Elsinore, it's it's time to go. <laughs> I mean, listen, guys, Lake Elsinore, even a Cowboys Dallas fan catches <laughs> catches <laughs> fish at that lake. Okay? That's how good the lake is. I'm kind of I'm so glad that the lake is is finally open. Okay? 
it's going to be an amazing, amazing uh, fishery because it's been left alone for almost a year, right? Since August of uh, since about August of last year, yeah. August of last year. Yeah, okay. the, well, August, yeah, summertime. Okay, well, yeah, that's a long time. So as of February tenth, they so uh, how many they months? How many months is that? Go ahead, count them, Tony. Since uh, February, so we're at six months. Six months. Yeah. That's September, October, November. Six December, inches. January six. and February. So that means one inch per. I know why you asked for the that. wipers. For the yeah. wipers. Okay. That's one extra. So, so they should be. I would say half a foot bigger. <laughs> right. So, that's what six inches, I guess. Yeah. Six inches is one thing. Half a foot sounds bigger. But, but they were back. 18 inches, I think, going into the summer of last year. So they're probably going to be around the 25. Two footers. To, yeah. They're going to yeah. fight hard. And um, we're trying to figure out if we put a um, restriction for the tourney, okay, the tournament that's coming up, the Derby. We'll talk more about that and the Derby uh, as well at Lake Elsinore. But maybe they're. There should be something instituted where, you know, a minimum size, okay? You know, the state law changed and says that you can catch them any size. You know, the city was trying to keep them at, you know, don't take them out unless they get to be 18. But I think state, the Department of Fish and Wildlife overruled. I don't know what the deal is there, but I wish they would have just left them alone. It's it's too small, under 18 inches, even to get a really good fillet. Okay, I don't know why you want to take them out. They do so much good in that lake. Plus, it's a great fish to catch. I mean, Rhonda last yeah, year, yeah, Rhonda last year when they were in the Derby, she's, I said, so did you catch? She didn't catch a lot of catfish. She caught a few, but she goes, we just couldn't keep the wipers off our, our bait. Okay, they're very aggressive, which is what they're intended to do. And um, they go for it. They're not, they're not shy in the least bit. They're very aggressive fish. When they bite and they strike, you know it's you know almost instantly it's gonna what it is because they peel off the line. They're a very aggressive fighter, and they're so much fun. Can you imagine on two pound or four pound test catching one of those things as they're kind of peeling off line? And uh, I, I know that they're going to be a part of the big dream dream extreme this year, and they're going to be you know the legal ones, the size that that are legal. I think there's going to be some serious competition. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so let, let's talk a little bit about that because um, it's very important for everybody to get ready for this. Um, May 19th, 20th, and 21. All right, that's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I want everybody to save the date. That's when the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby, the 10th annual, will occur at Lake Elsinore. Okay, We've been doing this for all 10 years, and it just gets bigger and bigger. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Since the beginning for 10 years 10 now. 10 years, yeah. Two years with Ronnie and eight years with us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have to say, I think ours are better, but that's, that's just me saying it. <laughs> and I'm getting a lot of questions if Mac Bates are going to be available. Yes, they're going to be available at the Tackle Store pre, uh, before the show, and I, sh- I should have some some uh, some goodies and some packages for the night before at the captain's meeting Okay, yeah, so, so let's talk about that. So uh, what we do is we have a captain's meeting. Okay. Oh, actually, you know what? Hang on tight. When we come back, we'll 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 show. We got to go a break right now, but uh, I gotta slow down. This is Angels Radio <laughs> AM eight thirty KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Listen to the wind blow. 
Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn. Machine billet, aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello everybody, this is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AME 30. Everybody, this is Angry Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30KLA, and what we're doing is a little bit of what I call Tony music. Okay, Tony, this is more your kind of music, so it's not so much the earthworm. The earthworm has had enough. He's going to Nashville. He needs some country love. Okay, <laughs> but before we go any further, let me make some uh, shout-outs. We have a lot of listeners. I want to make sure I don't miss anybody. Danny and Pam, listening in from Florida. Uh, Holly. Uh, we saw him this morning. Awesome possum. Also, Dave and Mike Oreb, who we also saw last week at um, Palmdale Fin and Feather. And, of course, little six-year-old Olive, I think, will be the star of the show. Uh, David, Don and Ron, the original Borrachos. Uh, Derek at Simply Fish. Paul, Rodney, Sal, Steve, Mike, and the many, many more. So um, giving you guys some uh, shout-outs here. Thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. Okay, so you guys were texting back and forth, and you made the mistake of including me in your text. Um, you guys want to talk to me about these California um, uh, records here? 
what you guys were doing? <laughs> you, you, you're in the pick. <laughs> huh? Oh, well, I you know, you're, there's, you're in the pick. The, the, the news is really about the, uh, the state record, and it's, it was, it was uh, what, mm-hmm. 27 pounds. But there's one, there's one story of an angler, and it says it was, uh, that it was an, uh, submitted to the IGFA. So I'm going to do yeah, some was, more investigation was, on this. You would know, Andrew. Yeah, it, it was definitely submitted. I actually covered the story uh, for Western Outdoor um, in 2021. I talked to the guy uh, the day that he caught it, um, and basically he was he was it was a weird setup because he was using a bobber, and two feet under that was a trout swim bait. And that's what he caught that big fish on. Um, up there in, in that area, uh, there's no access to the ocean. So these trout are rainbow trout. They're not considered steelhead. And uh, I guess there's some big hatchery up in that area that they let go a lot of uh, bait fish and different things. So that's why these fish get that big. Uh, but it, there was a 38.2. He just didn't weigh it properly and didn't submit it properly. Um, so it never, it wasn't officially never counted the on books. the record books. All yeah, right, so, got away it. so for all our mm-hmm. listeners, if, if, you know, this is so important because like Rick, Rick Kizzy, our dear friend uh, from Sippy Cup, you caught something, you know, about line class and this and that and when to submit it. If you submit one fish in one line class, you can't resubmit in another line class, correct? Uh, it will get bumped up. Yeah. So, so no, no. But what if? Is, so, so, what if he would have submitted it at a two-pound test, and it, uh-huh. and the line didn't test a two-pound test? It gets rejected. Can he resubmit that fish in another line category? Yes, definitely. It, oh, it okay. automatically gets gets bumped up. So, for instance, when Valerie weighed in her fish, uh, she submitted it at two-pound test with Isers. Isers. It broke closer to four pounds, so it automatically. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. You can't say Isers. Isers is a reef, okay? (laughs) Isers line, triple X is something different. I I love that line. Yeah, (laughs) Isers line, I mean, I'm a It really is strong. You know, I'll tell you, quite honestly, uh, my my experience with Isers line, Mike Wynn uh, from Turner's, I I used to go to the Turner's over there in in, um, Fountain Valley, and I used to use Maxima. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Maxim was my line of choice, but uh, you know we used to change it every week. I was, I was fishing two or three times a week for bass, and we'd, we'd change the line. And one day I came in there, and he said, and he always tried to sell me some of the. I think the um, oh, I don't remember anyway. Um, P line was the other one, and I, it was P line was too stiff. So I said, okay, go ahead, and uh, he says, I want you to try this new line. I said, okay, and he gave me twelve pound Iser line. Okay, triple X. And I went to Catalina on the freelance, okay? And I was flylining a bait, got stuck in the kelp. And I'm pulling and pulling and mm. pulling. And, and uh, Goofy, who now works on the Thunderbird, comes right. up to me. He goes, sir, you stuck? I go, yeah, dude, I can't get it. He goes, I got it. And he does, you know, Goofy's a big guy, okay? And he wraps it around his arms and starts going. He goes, what do you fish, an 80-pound? <laughs> Until it finally popped. I go, no, it's 12. Okay, it's extremely, extremely strong. I like it because it's very supple. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it, it has a lot of flexibility in the line, not a lot of memory, which it was also a good thing. And that's when I got to use triple X until mm-hmm. finally, you know, they put the 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 fluorocarbon. I mean, the um, Spectra plus fluorocarbon combination. That was before then, but we used 
two-pound test, triple X the entire weekend. Caught lots of fish on it, right? Yeah, it was. It was man. This weekend was something else. No, yeah, uh, let's not go there yet. Fish. Save it. Okay. Let's not go there yet. Let's stay on this um, this thing about the lake records. Um, what I want our listeners to understand is um, there's a lot of little intricacies, and if you don't know, you'll probably not make the record. Um, mm-hmm. At Angler Chronicles, we have the resident earthworm who happens to be uh, part of the IGFA. He can certify, answer questions. So if you ever got a fish that needs to be weighed and stuff and you need to reach somebody, you can go to Max Fish Reports on Facebook or you can go to Angler Chronicles, send us a message, let us know, uh, make us aware, and we'll have Andrew give you a call, okay, and help you through the process. Can we say that? Earthworm? Definitely. Uh, what, what's yeah, your definitely. fee? What's your fee? Uh, my fee is uh, to take me fishing. <laughs> yeah. In other words, he's free. He's free because he's a earthworm. Yeah. He doesn't even need a lot of food. He just lives off the moisture and minerals of the, of the, of, of, of <laughs> what, the ground. One thing I do recommend if, uh, if somebody does catch a record, take a lot of pictures. Be on the shore. Don't take it on your boat. Make sure your feet are on the shore. Um, and always have a digital scale with you if there's nothing certified at the lake because it's not the end of the world if it's not certified. Meaning that if you weigh your fish, you have a video or a picture of it on the scale, you can still send in your scale to IGFA. They can certify it, and then they judge off what is on your picture to certify your fish. So let me so just, it's let not me just, the end of the world. So let me no, clarify that. So you would send in the fish and the scale. Correct. Not the not the fish. You, I don't know how you, you ship a ship a huge fish to. Uh, to well, Florida. back in the day, you had to keep the fish. I mean, I remember back right. in the day, you, you had to submit the fish. I mean, you got to send the fish somewhere. So mm-hmm. now that's for the state record. State record, you definitely have to have a, uh, a Department of Fish and Wildlife representative uh, weigh the fish. So in that case, if you're going for a state record, definitely keep the fish. Take it to. Uh, um, a DFG uh, office uh, somewhere where they have a scale. Um, I mean, call ahead to make sure that you can, and then you go certify it that way. Uh, a guy named uh, uh, Justice caught that uh, mora eel uh, down in San Diego, and he did that. He actually drove it up to Central California um, to go get it certified because the office down there in San Diego was closed. Mm. And uh, they they weighed everything. They did their they did a skin sample on it, and you know signed off on it and. They're still waiting for the approval. Um, like I said, it can take months at a time, um, but that's definitely a highly recommended way to get your your record certified. There is to keep it for a state record, take it to a certified uh, DFG um, representative uh, to look at it, or if you're going for the IGFA, take lots of pictures, get it on a scale onshore. That's the most important thing, onshore. And then of course, you know, if you're going for a line record. Save at least 40 feet of line from your reel when you caught it. Roll it up. Um, I've seen a, a couple guys do it on just a piece of wood. They'll roll it up that way, or a piece of cardboard. Roll it up that way, and then you got to set. You know, once you submit everything, you send all that in, and uh, hopefully you get certified. Okay. All right. Uh, there's a lot of little things, folks. But if you really want a record of that, you know, that's floats your boat. Then that's what you got to do. You got to make sure you. 
you cross your T's and dot your I's because, you know, it's very intricate, okay, and uh, rightfully so. I mean, I know of people that have done some crazy stuff. You know, they've taken two-pound tests uh, and just go into the bays and catch the most weirdest things. Right. There's no category for them. There's no nothing. And, you know, they just they just want their name in lights. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to be known for a two-pound, uh, not, not even a two-pound, uh, like a, a half an ounce uh, little anchovy. I don't know. It, 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 there's some really bizarre things people have done that they're not really game fish, but you know what? There wasn't a category for them, so... They actually created because if there's not a category, you can create one. Correct, uh, Andrew? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, that was the example of uh, the cross between a smallmouth and a largemouth out in Texas. Um, a guy actually caught it, and uh, they did. He submitted it as as both species together, and he got the record for it. Sometimes they crossbreed in the wild. Well, you know what I'm thinking, Tony. Maybe we submit the earthworm. Will we have one for the biggest earthworm? I mean, Andrew's getting there. He'd be a big boy. All right, but uh, the important thing, guys, if you're really in, if you do get that fish of a lifetime and you think it's a possible um, world or state record, regardless if it's even just a thought, reach out to Max Fish Reports. He's on Facebook. That's Andrew, or you can reach out to Angler Chronicles through Facebook. We'll put you in contact with Andrew, and he'll give you all the guidance um, and discussion, okay, of what to do to make sure you get into the record books. Okay, so if that is what you really want to do, there is a way, there is a system, but you got to know how to navigate the system, and um, uh, Andrew can help you with that. Right, Andrew? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And remember, it's not just world record, all tackle. They have line records for men's division and women's division and juniors and small fries. So it always helps to look up the IGFA website, uh, you know, if you have any questions that way, or call me directly. Yeah, in fact, um, we had um, Brian uh, and his son Michael, okay? Uh, We went to Cedros together many years ago. And I think we came into the show, uh, Tony, back in the day. It was early Angler Chronicle. So he yeah, wanted, with Little Michael? Little Michael. Yeah. He was 10 years yeah. old, so he was on, in that small fry. That's right. And the record yellowtail was like 20-some-odd pounds. And I said, well, take him to Cedros. So we go to Cedros, and the kid's first fish was 30-some-odd. Yeah, I mean, he crushed the record, and he got even a bigger fish later. And we waited over there, and I said to myself, you know, I hate to do this to you, but we should keep the fish whole and take it back with us. And we found a bag, okay, one of those fish bags, and we, they, they froze it for us at Cedros. We brought it on the plane. I think we arrived home, I think, uh, Friday evening. Uh, Saturday morning, we did the show, and the fish was still frozen. And we drove it over to the Newport uh, Balboa Bay Club. No, Balboa Angling Club. Okay, and um, right there in Newport. And they waited on an official IGFA scale. And um, it was by far, it it was brutal. Okay. And he got the world record. And we got that on film. Yeah, we were filming down in Cedro. So this is something we got on film. 
the world record coming over the rail, and uh, we, we brought the fish whole. I, I didn't know the rules. I said, just bring the whole damn thing. Let's just take it with us. And um, it was cumbersome. Put it on the. Can you imagine you know, a frozen fish on a plane? Thank God the plane <laughs> was only, you know, um, about a 45, an hour and 45 minute flight. So, um, and you're high altitude, so it's cold, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the bin. So it was good. It was well protected and. We got it done. I feel proud. He still holds that record, by That's the way. That's cool. Brian. That's the small fry record? What's his last name? I don't remember. I'll remember. Anyway, all right. So, uh, again, very important. If you have something you catch and it's really big and you think you got a possible uh, world record, get a hold of Andrew. Get a hold of Angler Chronicles. We'll get a hold of Andrew. And he will guide you through the process. Okay? So, let me bring it back around because we kind of took a left turn on the uh, we came to a fork in the road we took a left turn let's bring it back <laughs> okay um we were talking about the dream extreme fishing derby it's the 10th annual um how is this going to be set up we're we'll, we will do the radio show from the lake like we've done uh, the last what four or five years so we'll do it from the lake so that particular day which will be saturday the 20th you're more than welcome to come and join us while we do the live show from the lake. Okay, so I'll, I'll say that. Okay, um, then uh, let's see. Oh, we gotta go. Gotta break. All right. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll talk to Steve from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Yeah, El Dorado. All right, folks. This is Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLA. We'll be right back. Cause you're the one who's making dry bones come to life. You're the light. Put my trust in Every word you say is gonna come true You will lead me to the promised land Everything you say is gonna happen Even though I haven't seen it yet I will build a boat in the sand Where they say it never rains I will stand up and faith I'll do anything it takes Angels Radio AMA 30 Hi everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AMA 30. 
You're saying you have to go right now, or you can can you wait a little bit? I I got a few minutes. Okay, so um, given you you just said that, I need to introduce none other than our dear friend, okay, and who also has his own theme song, which I haven't seen in a couple of weeks. Chintaco Tuesday, which will be happening again at the end of February. All right, folks. VIP. Our VIP resident, Mister. Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing, Birth 55, home of the El Dorado and the Victory. Without further ado, our dear friend, the VIP himself, Mr. Steve Phelps. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. Is that getting? I mean, I, I mean, I'm a little off today, you know, but you know, that that's quite an introduction. <laughs> yeah, you are a little off this morning. I noticed that. You all right, buddy? You know, I'm just tired. I'm just really, really tired. And we we had a long weekend. I never caught up during the week. Uh, so yeah, I've been a one man band for <laughs> since the last year. So anyway, what's up? Okay, let's start out with the El Dorado. Um, I'm sure most of you guys know by now that the uh, rockfish season has been pushed uh, back to April 1st. So Captain TJ and crew are going to, you know, not not do the last minute rush. They're going to take their time, get a few more things done. They will be ready for the opener, guys. April first, they will be ready. Um, they passed all their uh, they passed all their Coast Guard inspections with flying colors. Uh, great job, crew. Uh, they will be ready April first. Um, in the meantime, if you're itching the book, we do have a lot of sponsored trips, guys, throughout the year. Um, a big bulk of them are in April and May, and they are selling out. So. If you'd like to uh, to book until we actually get the regular open party schedule up, we do have sponsor trips available for you guys. Um, they're generally on the in April and May on the weekends. There are a couple weekday trips, but we do have sponsor trips throughout the year, including trips with Angler Chronicles. Amen. So you, Amen. Yeah, yeah. If you'd like to uh, if you'd like to jump on one of those trips, uh, give us a call five six two four three two eight nine nine three, or if you'd like to just book direct longbeachsportfishing.com click the little book online tab uh the victory let's switch over to the victory guys same deal um well captain george has always been ready on march 1st but you know since the uh rockfish got pushed back to april he is going to take a little bit more time he's still shooting for the first week in march you know he still might be ready for march 1st um if he does start fishing march 1st or the first week in march to be targeting the bass white fish sculpin etc um they will be back online very shortly i'm getting a lot of calls and guys are used to our boats being online march 1st so i understand but with uh this year's a little different guys so uh just bear with us once we get everything online or each boat online i'll post it on social media if you haven't if you don't follow us on social media guys follow us on instagram and or facebook um i try to post as much as i can if i have daily updates i'll post it i'll I'll throw everything up there, guys. So any questions, again, give us a call at the landing. All right. Well, Steve, um, you know, this is something we need to talk about here. <clears throat> Most people think they just go to one of the landings, jump on a boat, and that's good. But, yes. However, they take a lot 
of wear and tear throughout an entire season. You got to think about these boats. I mean, they go through hell sometimes. You oh, know, yeah. weather and this and that and you. I mean, you got to stop at some point and redo it so that the next, so they don't deteriorate too much. Okay, some boats I've seen in the past where they they'll skip a year. Boy, you can tell when you're in the second year. And Definitely. that's not the case here. I mean, the Eldorado, TJ is really taking a lot of love uh, in making sure the Eldorado goes to its prime, okay? And when you do that, and aren't you guys getting new engines? We Well, we've had new engine search. Oh, for, okay. So, yeah, yeah. I remember when the new engines... George, I mean, George is. George is, though. Oh, George is. George is. Oh, that's it. Yes. And, yes, and you guys sure. have no idea how important that is. When they repower, it becomes quieter, it becomes smoother, it's a lot more fuel efficient. I mean, there's a lot of benefits to it, but it requires that these boats have to be docked. And you know what? In the winter months, if you don't have your own private boat, um, it's tough fishing. It really is tough fishing. Uh, the weather has been up like crazy. So I highly recommend let these guys do the work that they need to do because when you do get back on them you you see the difference you you feel it you know if it's not in the ride it's in this it's in that um i mean i was amazed at the eldorado the bathrooms they they, they oh, were yeah. gorgeous okay so it's really good one more thing about the eldorado i don't know if you know uh, but I know you've been talking to Danny, and I believe the El Dorado episode is slotted for February 26th. So not this, not tomorrow, a week from tomorrow. Okay, and yes. uh, you guys have been working on the footage, right? Yes, yeah, so I talked. To, I talked to Danny yesterday, and um, I'm really excited to see this footage. Uh, he, he got me all pumped up, so he is going to be sending me um, uh, a deal for the for the loop for the show. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, thank you very much, Mr. Jackson. I appreciate all your efforts. Yeah, no, Danny. Danny is unbelievable at making these loops. He's been making these loops for decades. Okay? That's what he told me. Forty yeah. years. He told me, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he, he's good at what he does. I mean, I think he's. That's why we. That's why he's the uh, CEO of Filmdom. As I call it. Okay, we we he's the man when it comes to all that stuff. Um, now, um, saying that, um, you sort of talked about the show. You're, you're talking about the PCS show that's happening March 2nd, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We will be in booth 174, guys. So if you want to come stop by and say hi, we'll, uh, we, will, we will be there. Hopefully I get, a, get some time to come see you guys, which I'm hoping for, and everyone else. But I'll see you guys at some point. Well, I'll tell you this right now. Um, it is show season right now. Okay, right now we've got the Del Mar show down in San Diego, uh, then the PCS show, the Pacific uh, Pacific Coast Sport Fishing show will happen here in Orange County starting the second of March. It'll go through. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then two weeks after that, on March nineteenth, we have Day at the Docks down at Point Loma. In which we will go, Tony, Andrew. It's a Sunday, so there's no excuses. Okay. Perfect. And then um, on the 29th um, of March through April 2nd, okay, it is the Bart Hall Show in uh, Long Beach. Okay. So um, it's all good. It's all good. A lot of lot of shows, but I know you're going to be primarily at the PCS show, right? 
Yes, just uh, we're just going to do the PCS this year, see how it goes. Uh, it was really good last year. Actually, um, I really enjoyed that show. I like the easiness of, uh, you know, for the vendors to get in and out with their with their stuff. And I guess it's supposed to be, it's going to be a lot, lot bigger this year. Last year was kind of on the small side. I guess it was a little tester, but it was great. It was nice. I mean, we did Okay, so let me tell you something you, you may not know. I was there at the first one ever, okay, and it was a tiny room with a few vendors, okay? That yeah. was it, okay? However, um, I've seen this thing grow and grow and grow and grow, and it was brutally big last year. Wait till you see it this year. It's a it's a behemoth. They've got like five different buildings. They have one building, the hangar, that will be dedicated, my understanding, just to freshwater. Just, just, yeah, just freshwater. Cool. You know, in between all the seminars, and we'll be there as well. We'll be right near uh, Van Warmer Resorts. We're going to be right next to, uh, or across, Kitty Corner, across from Fishing Syndicate. So we'll be with all our friends and um, come by, hang out. We'll be there. I'm actually going to Del Mar after the show. I'm going to go probably go have some breakfast with the boys and then head down to, to Del Mar. So uh, it's all right. good. But anyway, so uh, be aware, I believe, and Danny will give us a little more clues when he, when he hangs in there. He'll call in. He's, he's actually already online, but he's scheduled for the next segment um, on the 26th. Okay, February 26th. Be prepared. Okay? Sounds good? Sounds good. So what else you got for me? <laughs> all right, Ronna. My final note um, for you guys uh, that still want to get out and fish with us, we do have the R on running sand dab trips. And um, it's actually, I know it's hard to get excited about sand dab, guys, but it's, it's been good, good fishing. And these sand dab are huge this year. Last year was a little tough for Captain Andy for whatever reason as far as finding the finding the dabs. He was still doing pretty good last year, but this year they're averaging anywhere from 150 to over 250 per person. You and know they're, what? They're big sand dab, guys. Yeah, they're, big. Somebody just, just Google what it is and what they cost per pound and you'll see how valuable these things are. Um, we got about less than a minute. Give me your um, phone number and website. Okay, our website is longbeachsportfishing.com and our phone number is 562 562- Four three two eight nine nine three, and uh, thanks for the time, guys. You guys have a good day. Be safe. Well, listen, VIP, you gonna kick it? <laughs> I'm gonna kick it. Yeah. All right. We'll see you. Um, was it next Saturday? I mean, yeah. next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. All right, my friend. You have a great one, and thank you for the information. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. All right. Steve Phelps from uh, Birth Fifty Five. Okay, and just like that, we'll wrap up our number one. When we come back, we will talk to the sheriff, and he'll give a, he'll put everything in place. He keeps me in line, dude. Got to. Somebody's got to. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to to sing that song. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. But I can't do that because he's a sheriff. That's man. right. That's yeah, right. That's he might right. hang you. I think he's still gonna out, out draw me, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Without further ado, we'll have the. We'll have them when we come back. Folks, you're in Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles. And Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hey, listener, welcome to Lemu's Karaoke Lounge, where Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, and the music never stops. Hit it. There's an emu with a full-time job. His partner's Doug, but Lemu's the heartthrob. Grubs and worms, that's what Lemu eats. Gotta fuel up to save you money and hit the streets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. You know what, Tony? I think the coffee's finally kicking in. All right. I'm waking up here. Well, anyway, you hear this song, it means one thing, one thing only, is that we have the sheriff, the jig slinger himself. So without further ado, because I know he's really busy, he's been working crazy, crazy hours for Angler Chronicles. Without further ado, Mr. Danny the Sheriff Jackson, the jig slinger himself. Good morning, Danny. Hey, good morning, uh, Sergio and Tony. And I don't know if Andrew Mack is no, still and, there or and, not. No, Andrew just uh, signed out. In fact, we wish him a very, very happy um, uh, vacation. And um, yeah. just uh, I know he's still listening. Hey, you're going to Nashville. Be careful with those Cowboys. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, well, you know, I, I've been, uh, Kathy and I've been to Nashville a couple of times. In fact, uh, this is kind of off the subject, but those that know country music, the older ones like me will remember the Ryman Auditorium where um, the Grand Ole Opry was held, gosh, from the 30s all the way into the 70s. And we actually went to the Ryman Auditorium. That's that's how old we are. <laughs> but the Grand Ole Opry's not there anymore. Anyway, I'd like to, I'll talk to Andrew someday about it. But anyway, um, nice to hear from. Steve Phelps of Long Beach Sport Fishing. And yes, the brand new El Dorado episode will air a week from tomorrow, February 26th. Looking forward to that one. And uh, the loop that I've put together for uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing, and the El Dorado in particular, um, it is all about that episode because you you guys got everything. I mean, uh, Danny, got everything we, we, we got tuna. And good-sized tuna. We got very large bonita. We got yellowtail. We got huge lingcod. We got sheephead. Yeah. And we even got a couple of rockfish to boot. And you go, yeah. wow. That's just, you know, that's everything. So it was good. Yeah, and, you, and you'll see all that variety in the, in the new episode. And so be sure to stop by the 
the uh, the booth there, Lomi Sport Fishing, check out that video because, mm-hmm. well, it, it'll be actually after the, um, the the episode actually airs, but it's uh, it's all there. So you know, you were talking about line class. Boy, I wish Andrew was there. I I did get. I've only applied once in my entire life for an IGFA line class record. I did. I did uh, get one in 1984, <laughs> a mm-hmm. long time ago. I remember that yellowtail. Yeah, San Benito Island aboard the searcher. I, actually, that record, hell, all records are made to be broken, and mine was in 2000. It was a line class record. But, uh, and he, uh, he was also mentioning Lake Kachuma. You know, uh, Ronnie and I did an episode up there, gosh, back in around 20. 08 or 09 some some somewhere in there but we we caught everything we had we had we fished there two days and filmed we had largemouth bass we had rainbows we had uh catfish and by far the biggest black crappie i've ever seen so and a lot of carp i know andrew likes to shoot the carp you know at, at lake elsinore with a crossbow and we did a lot of that a lot of fun to get on video so mm-hmm. uh, that really brought back some memories but anyway Let's get to tomorrow here, Sergio. Okay. Um, uh, great episode. First of all, at 8 o'clock, uh, Love at the Charlottes. One more look at that from Queen Charlotte uh, Safaris in British Columbia. So then then at 8, 8.30 and five times this next week, we're going back to the Van Warmer Properties Resorts, Palmas de Cortez with Dave Marciano. This is a great episode with Dave and his wife, Nancy, from Gloucester, Massachusetts, and uh, of course you had Ben Seacrest with Agger Wheels on that trip. And uh, it was a listen. It was a lot of fun. It was a little bit off season because the best fishing that happens, well, the best fishing that we like, more tuna and that kind of thing, happens more in the summer months. And we had to do this run really early in the year because of Dave's schedule. So we go over there and we tried some inshore fishing, which is something that um, we don't get a chance to do much. We always run out to the yeah. tuna grounds. And so here we got some inshore fishing. We catch some really weird fish, uh, some groupers, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, a little different, uh, very relaxing. Okay. In fact, um, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, Dave actually will show you how to fillet a fish on this one. Yes, <laughs> he does. He says you always fillet toward your buddy, not your body. Yeah, you always, <laughs> yeah. And, I, I always, I like that one. That's that's typical Dave Marciano. And you know when, but, uh, when somebody does a good job, he, he I believe he holds up the the fish when he's done. You can see yes, through it. Yeah. Okay. And, and you see all the yeah, bones. Yeah. Very neat, very neat and clean. So that was you know one thing that impressed me on that trip, and you got him, Ben got him. Uh, I had to go all the way to Panama to get them, and that's that. Uh, and you know these fish really imp- impress me, and very good to eat, of course. Uh, the Kubera dog tooth snapper. Yeah. You guys got a bunch of those and quality size, not just not just small ones. Yeah, and, my, uh, in really fact, imp- I'd love to go to Panama with you and catch some and just just do Kubera snapper. I got a, my biggest one came out of Mazatlan. Remember we went down to Mazatlan? Yes, right. That had to be 38 pounds, maybe. Yeah. It was a big one. And, um, yeah, and I didn't even know what I had, you know, but it was, it was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're just a great fish. I mean, they're, they are mean, they Mm -hmm. pull, 
and you wouldn't want to get your hand too close to their mouth because they call them dog tooth snapper for a reason. Everything but, uh, in the East Cape is beautiful colors, and they got some sharp teeth. And that's uh, yes, <laughs> I remember one time we had a we we talk about wahoo, but we had a wahoo, uh, and we were we were holding it up. Okay, uh, all four of us it was a big wahoo for a photo, and then it starts to slip. Somebody let go, and it starts to slip, and it hit the deck, and all it did was brush Larry's foot and put a gash on his toe like you wouldn't believe. It was a bleeder. We had a bleeder. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, and gosh. it was like, ah. Uh, but, you know, so let me tell you how they fix it. And, by the way, folks, I accept no liability on this. Okay, I'm not a medical doctor. But you know what they did? They took a cigarette. They took they took the cigarette apart and they put the tobacco on the wound. Would you believe it stopped it stopped bleeding? I had no. Oh, wow, I, I had no, I had no, I had no idea. idea. I don't know where no, they I don't no. know where they got the cigarette, but um, pun pun. <laughs> Anyway. No idea, right? So it's it's a great episode. I really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and same it same really thing is. with Love at the Charlottes. Okay, the the both great episodes. Yeah, okay. yeah very good. Well, all right. it's all good. All of our episodes are good, Sergio. They're great, actually. I said this more than once. I'd put our episodes up against anybody. Nat Geo, uh, History, Discovery. In that's where our episodes are now. You know the way John has added the aerials to these all of our episodes and uh, with his, with his techniques uh, you know I just put the finishing touches on it and then closed captioning and then I'm the one that sends it to Bally's but I'm just Sergio I'm just glad to have a part and uh, of a great product I'm very proud to put my name on every single one of them believe me so. well this is one thing I think why we're still uh, doing this um I'm 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 like you. I'm very proud of the stuff that we do, and um, in our case, it really is a village. Everybody puts their grain of sand. Okay, um, you know we got you, we got me, we got John, we got Ron and Tony and Andrew and Ben. I mean, and. and Everybody that's ever been involved with Brant and the guys at Turner's and, and Accurate, I mean, it just, we have a fishing syndicate. How can I forget Oliver? Okay. I mean, it's just. Right, right, right. You know, everything. We are just a big, huge family. And I think that's why yeah. we've been pretty successful. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. And believe me, I'm humbled when I see. Uh, I, I could just imagine today when I go down to Del Mar, okay, and walk. You, you uh -huh. see, we can't walk anywhere. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I you know, it, it's interesting. I shouldn't mention him probably because he was my good friend too. But you know, I used to walk the the floors at the Fred Hall years ago with Ronnie, and we we could go all the way across the the, the floor, you know, uh, two hundred yards or whatever, and never never be stopped. With you, we couldn't get ten feet uh, without somebody wanting a selfie, you know. In the old days, it was autographs. Nowadays, everybody wants a selfie, you know. So, well, yeah, <laughs> and walking with you, but you they and all I, want, they all want a selfie with you. Well, you know, we, you and I have made sure that that what we do is not about us, but. Right. about right. our the people that watch the show and I hope everything uh, that people see that you know that that's all we really care we just want to you know we go out we we we, we figure stuff out uh, we love to fish and we just want to share it with everybody so that's basically the the whole show yeah and we do have some fun well 
you know, we set a we had a goal there that, that we have achieved, and you know, for our program to be educational, informative, and entertaining, and they all are that. So I'm I'm very happy with that, Sergio. Yeah, yeah, and um, what we wanted to do is bring the fun back into fishing. Remember. Because uh, yes. everything that we saw on TV was a guy turning the handle, and I'm going, that gets pretty boring. Unless you, um, you're you really high, 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 high-end fishermen. It, it, they were over my head. Like, we want to do something like that's fun, you know? I mean, fishing is supposed to be fun. That's why I get a kick fishing with Rhonda, because she gets so excited, and it's like oh, yeah. it brings you back to why we started fishing in the first place, you know what I mean? So it's all good. Yeah, right. It's all right. good. Right. It, it is all good, Sergio. All right, my friend. All right. Well, everybody have a great weekend and a uh, great week. It is showtime. Oh, man, I got the wrong one. This one's for you, Danny. No, 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 no. This one's for you. Let's see if I can get it done. Okay. Hey, this one's for you. Listen up. I'm only going to play it once. But I didn't shoot the deputy. <laughs> That's old Eric Clapton. Uh, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Okay. I did not shoot. Well, well, see, he admits he's shooting this year. I'll tell you what. I won't be that guy. What I'll do, I'll be the guy that arrests him. How's that? We'll take him there down. There you go. That, that's always a good idea. I'm Sicilian, so I know <laughs> okay. how to make some uh, cement boots. And I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, you have a great all one. Right. My best to your uh, grandson, who's just tearing it up on the ball field. We'll talk some yes, more. Yes, he is. All right. Yes, he is. Danny Jackson, okay. we'll talk to you later. Got a music coming on. Uh, I got a break coming on, okay? Folks, you're okay. an angel. Okay, we'll see you guys. All have right. a good one. You're on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. This is Angry Chronicles, and we'll be right back. ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. 
Angels Radio. AM 830. Back, everybody. You're an Angels Radio AM830 KLA. Are you digging that music, Tony? This is for you, bro. Loving it. Thanks, man. Who is this? I don't know. It's Elton John. Elton John, that's right. You're oh, a little combination there with Dua Lipa. I hope did I say that Dua Lipa? That's it. You know, Rhonda likes her. I just I like Elton John. I grew up with Elton John. But anyway, uh, let me bring it back around. Okay, we just talked to the um, sheriff who putting out some new episodes. But before that, let's wrap up uh, the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. Uh, again, folks, I want you to save the date. Um, the nineteenth is a Friday. We will be meeting there at the um, uh, Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino. That is the captain's meeting. That's where you receive all the rules, regulations, sign-ups, everything goes on there. We do get together for a quick bite. And then the derby starts on Saturday morning, bright and early. We will be doing the show uh, live from the lake. We do it right there in um, the grassy area in front of the bobber. Okay? And off we go. Okay, we do that show, and then you guys go fishing for the first day. Uh, we meet up uh, about 2 or 3 o'clock, I think, is the, the final weigh-in. It happens right there, at uh, uh, pretty much at the bobber. You just bring your, your fish up there and weigh them in. And then we head over to the casino in the pool area. We have dinner, and there's an award ceremony. Um, same thing is repeated for Sunday, except there's no radio show. Okay, but uh, we come back to the casino after the, the weigh-ins, and uh, we have the grand prize winners. Okay, so you have first-day awards, second-day awards, and overall awards. It is five different categories. Tony, what are the five categories? So we've got catfish, carp, bass, crappie, and wiper. Wiper. Okay. All right, so yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting this year. We have all kinds of teams. We have all girls teams, all guys teams, father and sons. We have wives and husbands. I mean, it really is a lot of fun. A lot of kids also. That's why we call this a derby. It's not really a tournament. Although, folks, to be quite honest, it's over $15,000 worth of cash and prizes. Okay, and I, I'm, the entry fee is nominal. It's nothing. Okay, it really is nothing. And you'll see that they, uh, the casino, I don't know if it's out yet. We'll figure this out pretty soon here. I'll find out for you guys next week. The casino will put together a package, which includes the entry fee for two people for both days, Saturday and Sunday, and a stay at the casino. Okay, and it's extremely, extremely affordable. I can't tell you. And so you're right there. In the, in the midst of everything. So uh, look for that. It'll go to lakeelsinorecasino.com. I think that's their website. Is that it? Yeah, that's uh, it. And then they have like an events page. So as soon as that's ready uh-huh. uh, to post, they'll have that up there. Mm-hmm. And it, they should be uh, getting that up to date here pretty soon if it's not already Yeah, they're done. finalizing all the logos and everything. But it, it's really a, a great fun. Uh, it's not about winning. Okay. Although Rhonda last year with her catfish was the first catfish weighed in. I remember she caught it and came in and won the um, the uh, Bob McGee Bob $100. $100. Yeah, so she, yeah. She, she's, her name's on that plaque. And so she caught cool. that on Bite On 
on the MacBaits. On the MacBaits, exactly. It works. It works. Okay, and I, I believe you even hooked her up. Oh, yeah. No, no, she was fishing with Kim, and then Mike was the deckhand. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Mike. <laughs> anyway, uh, glad to have him. Okay, folks, so that's uh, Dream Extreme Fishing Derby at Lake Elsinore. It's the 10th annual, the 19th, 20th, and 21st. It really is a great event. We will do the weigh-ins, Angler Chronicles with Ron, and uh, Andrew and Tony will handle that. We will be filming this for an upcoming episode for Bally Sports West, so it's, it's just a lot of fun. William will be the um, the um, director, and we just hope to get everybody involved. Okay, so great event. Great, great event. Now, you live in the city. What's been going on this week? Uh, well, you know, with the uh, with the opening of uh, the fishing and the lake for boating, they don't really recommend swimming yet, but, uh, you know, or a lot of contact with, you know, drinking, but uh, definitely the fishing, you can see a lot of postings and pictures. Of course, there's always great food to uh, enjoy. You know, one of the favorite places I like to go is the rib place right there on the water. Jake's. Jake's mm-hmm. Barbecue. Yeah. And uh, they've really built that up as well as uh, Michi Tacos is one of our favorite. We so, actually did. Uh, so, so Jake's, I've, uh, they've done some work to their place. I haven't been there since they oh, did the work. We've got to go. It's super nice. I've, I've been there a couple of times. You know, you're literally eating on the water with uh, an enclosed closed uh glass area so it's uh it's really and the food's the meat falls off the bones that's all i'm gonna say they have both meat and um next time you're down we'll go we'll go for lunch there it's plus uh, they have that brisket they have all kinds of stuff there and then the cool thing is you will see the smoker in the back at least i haven't seen that new renovation but i remember Mm. walking up to that huge smoker and watching this stuff being made. So that, that was really good. Okay, so um, we'll do that. If not, you want a full sit-down Italian? Vincenzo. Vincenzo. Okay, and that's right there, almost across kitty corner from the uh, casino. And if not, we go Mexican. Okay. That's right. And there's two great restaurants, one across from each other off of Main Street. Um, yep, that's where there's, yeah, La Unica Guadalajara and Guadalajara. And La Unica. Okay, yeah. both of them. La Unica is a really, really good bar. Okay, if you want some tequila, really good tequila. Very good. And very good food. We've yeah. eaten there. In fact, uh, when we were on the, when we were in the parade, okay, we snuck in just in time to La Unica. Literally Remember? just in time before the crowd got and there. And we it was were able crazy. to get served, and then it went nuts. So really, really good stuff. Okay, Lake Elsinore, again, say the date. It'll be May 19th for the captain's meeting, and the derby will be on the 20th and 21st. Over $15,000 worth of cash, and I mean cash and prizes. If you don't know what we're talking about, go to um, our Vimeo page or just go to Facebook. Look at Angler Chronicles, hit the video section, and go look up the uh, Dream Extreme Derby, and you will see the payouts. It really is a good, good thing. This is going to be the year to get there, so... I think so. Yeah, we'll you get know, more information. Uh, last to year you. we did a one day, didn't we? Last year, yeah, just that was just after kind of the COVID and bringing in right. at least uh, inching into the to uh, getting here's these the thing: fishing it's outside, out. folks. Exactly. Everything we do is outside. You're outside for the weigh-in. You're outside in a boat. You're outside by the pool area when we get together, so that you know uh, that improves the chances. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was a Dream Extreme Fishing Derby that will happen. However, let us begin talking to where we were last weekend. Because everybody's talking Super Bowl. 
But I have no care. Because I'm a Raider fan and we weren't there. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, worst of everything, Kansas City wins, which is like, oh, my gosh, they're in our division. I hate them. With love. It was actually, it was actually <laughs> a really good game. If you're into watching a great... I really these guys wanted are at the top of their... I wanted Philadelphia. Yeah. Because, you know, the problem is I have to... He, I, we have to play against Mahomes twice every year. A minimum. Okay? So that's that's tough. Okay, and the so. halftime show this year was actually... You know, I like watching the halftime shows just to see if there's going to be any... But it was actually really good. It was... Uh, you know what you're getting from me? Crickets. I know. Okay? But I tell you what was very good was the national anthem. Sung by, uh, yeah, by by Chris Stapleton. That was a national anthem, the way a national anthem should be. is should be, not with as you know very respectful uh, and yeah, yeah, not with all this other stuff that they do and falsettos and all the other stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. a music guy, but just liked it nice, simple, touching. And you saw, I mean, even the um, uh, the the coach of the Eagles. I mean, they were tearing. I mean, and that's the way. I hope people take note of that and and begin to feel it folks i'm an american citizen now okay i i wasn't born here but i you know i went through it we were proud to be an american citizen you know please please love your country okay and if you don't buy a plane ticket out does that mean is that wrong for me to say you know yeah so anyway so with much love let me get off the political rant here and let's get into what we did last weekend okay because we had a really really uh fun time so tony why don't you start where were we well we started out at the palmdale fin and feather and uh you know while you guys were doing the radio show andrew and i were driving up there Mm -hmm. and i got there first thing in the morning and uh you know they're open from sunset to sundown you know 15 minutes or so before or after and uh man it was well, you know, the first day was was uh, we had a lot of people fishing, a lot of different types of lures, jigs, baits. Uh, ben Seacrest caught his uh, the first trout, and um, and uh, we had the fishing syndicate rods out there mm-hmm. where yeah. mm-hmm. where Oliver caught uh, the first fish of the day. First and, fish uh, of the you day, know, fishing for bass. Fishing for bass. <laughs> it was it. The first day was a little bit more tough than uh, the second day. Now we've had some of the things that I love about Finn and Feather. They stock monsters, and if you're gonna <clears throat> if you're gonna be fishing there, chances are you're gonna catch. I mean, on average, three to eight pounder uh, and plus, and they've stocked some double digits, and they're always stocking. They stock on a what weekly or biweekly basis? What? 5,000 pounds? Every week. Every mm-hmm. week. Can you imagine? 5,000 pounds yeah, of fish. Yeah, they've got 35,000 pounds of, well, they don't have that amount. Quality, so quality far, fishing. 35,000 uh, pounds. They put in some lightnings. Um, we, in fact, uh, yeah, uh, the lightning Andrew trout, and I man. both caught a lightning, um, and they were probably six to seven pounds. If you've never caught a lightning trout, it's one of the coolest things, especially, you know, you Palomino. can tell the story. The Palomino. Uh when you see the when you see it well we were fishing under the boat on the second day when you see it under the water it's like uh, jaws coming up it's exciting you know it's thrilling it's the fish that you want that's the fish we're hunting now we've been there how many years and out of those years some some of the days are fishing off the hook i mean every and and we're catching quality quality fish and, well, um, we had a low pressure system, and you know Ben always talks about the that was important. Yeah, the low pressure system. In fact, Joe, the president over there, mentioned it as well. Um, sometimes that gives them lockjaw. 
However, even during all that, we caught fish. Tony, we caught fish. We caught a lot of fish. A lot of fish. And people around us. So it was so cool to be able to send the drone out and make sure we got uh, a lot of fish. You guys are going to see a lot of very, very good quality trout and done on some equipment that we actually explain. For example, the, the fishing syndicate. I use the FSG. That means it's full graphite SP800FL. I know it's a lot of numbers there, but it's just it's a great two-pound test rod. It's a feather light. Okay, that's what the FL stands for. All right, we'll talk a little bit more about what we used, how we used it to get these fish to bite in a tough situation, and we got them to bite. Folks, you're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio, AM 830. Come on, boy. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio. Uh, that's, a, that's my favorite part right there. Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. And this is a tribute to Tony. He loves this music. I, Leilani, I kind of like this too. See? So when the cat's away, the mouse will play. Ron has to have classic rock and roll only. We don't, hunt huh, Tony? We like it all. We like it all. All right. So let me get back to this. Um, we were talking about Fin and Feather. Okay, so why don't you continue, my friend? So uh, two two of the setups that I was using, you know, pretty much all day I was fishing different colors. We tried different scent. Uh, we tried the bite on garlic, bite on crimson. 
uh, and I got when it, when it was super slow on, on one of the days, day one or day two, uh, during a kind of a low period, I was fishing with. Uh, I thought, you know what, maybe I'll just try it up, uh, change it up a little bit. And I think that in trout fishing, that's going to be the the big key that you get, whether it's color, uh, scent. You know, we tried the anise, the bite on anise, and I, I was able to hook one up. That was day day two, I think, um, for that when we were fishing on the shore. So we did a little fish uh, shore fishing. We did some boat fishing. And um, you know, one of the most productive uh, setups that I had was using a the the bubble bobber which is a clear uh bobber you fill it with water and uh you know it gives a little buoyancy and there's a lot of weeds out in that area um so i like i like to use that system because it it offers a little bit of buoyancy where where it's different than a drop shot you're not going to get stuck in the reeds but it's the kind of a drop shot setup Mm -hmm. and so the weights you know towards the bottom you have about a two to three foot leader and i was using a one line one hook uh, one owner hook knot system. So I like using that versus changing out the different leaders because I know for sure I'm confident with at least one knot versus three. And when when we're fishing for those bigger fish, those eight to 10 pound class, you want to be ready. Um, so that was productive for me. And then I was fishing with a combination of uh, the mice tails, uh, different colors, different setups, different ways to rig it well for us i think uh, the, the mice tails the pink and white combination um seemed to work or was it pink and yellow or white and yellow um, there was a combination of pink and white white and pink mm-hmm. that's the difference between the mite the the tail and the and and where you would actually hook the uh the the bait and then and then um you know andrew brought out some of the orange and uh like like bright yellow um, or green and green and orange combination. So it really does make a difference when, when if if you're going 15, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and you're not getting bit, change it up. Whether it's uh, jigging or just bait fishing, um, you know, change the baits, and eventually something's going to hit. Yeah, uh, one of the things that. Um uh, I noticed is these fish are really, really sensitive to a lot of things. They can see very well and they can smell very well. Uh, one of the things I would highly recommend if you just had breakfast uh, and you got your hands greasy, you go wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of soap, just enough to get all the the, the how do you, the, little micro particles of, yeah, of you know, all the, detractants off yeah, your hands. On your off your hands before you start handling, and if you get a little bit of bite on, it's okay. Just be careful; it's very slippery. Uh, don't cast and cast your rod with it. Okay, um, it, it's good stuff. Use the attractants; they they will cover all the oils that we naturally have in our bodies right. and that these fish can smell. I actually like to take a, a you you hit on something big. I like to take you know a drop or two and just rub it in my hands like you know it's almost like soap and water. But by doing that and then touching the bait, because a lot of times we'll go fill up our boats or get gas at the gas station, and those little microparticles I think detract uh, fishing. So anything I can do to help increase my chances. Do you dip your hands in fury too? Uh, <laughs> Listen, no, I know but fury, cheetahs are always good. Yeah, but you know, fury um, people. I, that's one thing they know about bite on. Right. But they're not really aware of fury and how important fury is. And if you guys want to check it out, look, it's real simple. Go home with a little bit of fury, put it in a pot or even on a glass of water, and, watch and it just dissipate. Just drop a little bit of that flake awesome. in there. It is the craziest thing, and you'll see not only the top how it dissipates, but how it sinks. Yeah, 
Okay, I noticed yeah. a lot of that. And that's what happens under underwater. It actually adheres to, you know, your baits underwater for just a few seconds, enough to dissipate long enough. Now the fish oil will continue to expand, um, you know, broadcast that scent. And, uh, you know, you can see and find a lot more information about it on biteonfishing.com. We've got pictures and posts, and of course, any of our social medias, people are raving about the Bite on Fury. Uh, it's a dried, powdered flake attractant. It dissipates, and it really brings those micro, those little bait fish around, which cause an underwater action. Uh, great for bringing in those bigger fish, because that's what those bigger fish are looking for, is that fury underwater. Yeah, I mean, we, we caught it. Fish and and God, we used spoons. We we did the jigs. We did the um, mice tails. Uh, you did the bobber thing. We tried power baits. Power baits. Uh, everything. We, we fished in all different ways. We caught fish on every mm-hmm. style. However, I would say this: specialize and get good at your style. Yeah. For example, I, I looked at Andrew, and Andrew took that that uh, jig, okay? He was using a hookup bait in yellow and white, and it's nonstop. And with the right rod, okay, the rod that he was using, the Fishing Syndicate FL800. Um, that was a game changer. That's a game changer yeah. because it, it moves for you, and then it's like constant movement and bring it in very, very slowly, and he got fish that way. Same thing for uh, for Ben. Um, I was throwing out uh, Thomas Boyan, I think. Mm-hmm. And by the way, even the Thomas Boyan got dipped in in the bite. That's right. Yeah. Okay. We dip everything in the bite on because uh, enough of it is still on when you make the cast or when it hits the water. You probably don't have enough by the time you get that jig back. The you actually do. You. It, it, it adheres yeah, to well, the metals a little bit. I every, every single time I cast, I put some more on yeah. because it leaves that trail. And, you know, if you're able to cast two or three times under this in the same pattern, oh, boy, you're leaving a trail. They're going to they're gonna see it. They'll go after it. All right. Um, so use that. We use the drop shot. Um, in many, many ways, adaptability. Okay. So make sure that you're able to adapt to the conditions. And if something ain't working... Take the blinders off. Don't put horse blinders on. Just look around <laughs> you and ask the people around you what's working. Yeah, definitely. Okay. But a two-pound test is going to be your your key for the most active bites. It's going to be, you know, one of the, one of the big takeaways. If you, if you're fishing with anything heavier, you might get away with four-pound test, and you might get away with four-pound when you're when you're trolling. But definitely try to keep it at oh, two. Oh, we can also caught fish on the troll. Yeah. Okay. We lost them. But we caught them. In other words, we, we hooked them, yeah. had them come, and then they would come off. Little short bites. A lot, a lot, a lot of short bites. A lot of short bites yeah. on this trip, which I hadn't seen that before. But we got a chance to fish Swing off the dock. Miss. So I want to thank uh, uh, JT and Brett uh, for being great hosts. I want to thank uh, Joe, the president over there. Fantastic. And a huge shout-out to Jill. She was uh, the office manager. She really did um, wonders for us. The food. Tell me about the food. Well, you know, when you when you arrive in the morning, they had a breakfast set did up it, for us. For us, yeah. It was same. really, really Eggs, cool. Yeah, bacon, sausage, potatoes. That it. Then at lunch they had a brisket. Day the two, the brisket they, they smoked for a couple hours before it was even ready. I don't know. More and than then a day two was even more phenomenal, right? We had pork ribs and beef ribs. Pork it ribs, was beef, oh. amazing. I almost wanted to stay an extra night just because it'd be hard to drive home. And and they made that all for us. It was yeah. 
So the hospitality, hospitality was was amazing. I highly recommend if you haven't fished Palmdale Fin and Feather. It is a members only type lake, um, but um, if you fish a lot and it's not just trout, it's catfish, it's bass, it's crappie, it's uh, what else? They got uh, bluegill in there. They also have carp in there. So it, it's it is a year round thing. They also the feather part you can hunt geese and duck okay uh, they have an off season uh, they have a season for that as well so it's well rounded it's well rounded it's a very well kept lake you do you get a chance out of to fish out of docks which is really cool and if you are a member you can bring up to 5 people and the membership is the entire family so it's a great family place would you agree yeah. well it was great to see our fishing family we had the the fishing syndicate family out there we had uh, the Bite on team. We had uh, everybody from Angler Chronicles. David you know, Mike Oreb from KC David Anglers. Mike Oreb. And then we had, you know, the special visitors that came to the dock, including little Olivia, that uh, gave us a little fishing I don't. Seminar. I don't want to leave the, yeah. I don't, I, oh, I've got to tell people. So um, Dave Oreb, okay, Mike's brother, come, comes up to the dock and says, hey, I want you to meet Olivia. She's, I don't know if she was nine or six. I think she was six. I think she's six. six years old. And she comes up and she goes, I caught two fish. I go, really? And she starts explaining. I go, you know what? And it had been tough, folks. So I grab Olivia and we, we take her to the dock. I said, Olivia, can you give these guys a seminar? And she goes, sure. And she starts going to town. Well, you got to grab your rod. You got to toss it out. You got to crank it like this. And she's going. And I saw Ben's. Uh, he just turned his head and just couldn't believe how this little girl was telling everybody how she caught the fish. And at the end, she says, what? And that's how you fish for these fish. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, so Super it was. Super animated. She, she stole my heart that weekend. Um, fantastic. There was a, You know, there was a lot of fish. It was more. The problem is we have been super spoiled in the past, Tony. I mean, we have had uh, days there where it's nonstop, where I finally say, yeah, I'm not casting anymore. I went seven for seven on a spoon, on a Thomas Boy. Yeah. Remember that? And, you know I, you know, I know I repeat it a lot, but because it's so awesome, it's so out of the ordinary, and you can only do that when there's a lot of fish in the area, and we were able to pull that off, okay? So, like, you know, you fish more trot than I ever have. What are the takeaways? You know, what, what are the takeaways from Palmdale Fin and Feather? Well, number one is, uh, you know, they stock heavily and you're going to, you know, your best chance of catching a really nice, solid quality fish. We're double digits, a lot of double digits. So it makes it more fun when you go out and you get to that, you know, fish of a lifetime, personal best. A lot of people are catching their personal best there. And, you know, you can take away those memories. The kids are having a great time. It's a family place. You can bring your your friends and, and family and kids. And you see a lot of uh, parents out there with their kids, you know, just making memories and catching fish. And, um, you know, when you have the right setup and you have the right tackle and you have the right, you know, it just makes for a better day, especially yeah, when you're out there catching. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, for, for you folks that are uh, coming by the PCS show, mm -hmm. I'm actually going to bring out my rods and you'll be able to see the uh, exactly what you use yeah. yeah and you can see exactly what i use reels the whole bit hey huge shout out to tom to terry to agar and also to rich and his crickets he'll know rich hey and the crickets. hey 
Hey, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. We'll be right back. And I'm feeling the strength. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Won't you take me away? Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. This is Pat McDonald, and it's time for the Bart Hall Family Fishing Shows, the ultimate celebration of boating, fishing, international travel, and tackle booths, plus dozens of daily seminars by experts. It's a full day of family fun with the fabulous flying dogs, the Paul Bunyan lumberjack shows, and more. Kids get in free, kids fish free. Don't miss it. February 16th through the 19th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Feel the passion, share the passion. Presented by Progressive. Get details at hallshows.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and Tony, this has been a tribute to you and your music. I hope you enjoyed it a little bit more. Thank you, Serge. Yeah, it's not definitely. necessarily my full cup of tea, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Good okay. selection. Good selection. Okay, so um, I was um, we were wrapping up with uh, Palmdale Fin and Feather. We did film it. It'll be an episode. You're going to see some lightning trout. You're going to see some rainbow trout. Um, you're going to see a wide variety of people catching fish. Um, you're going to see the beauty that the lake offers, um, the amenities. And let me tell you, the hospitality is second to none. Okay. And um, what, what do they say? I'm not only uh, a member, I'm also the president. But, I mean, we're also members right. of, of fin, Palmdale Finn and Feather, all of us. We have a membership uh, because it's that good. And I know it's a bit of a drive, but it's it's not bad. I drove, you know what? I found somebody that drives crazier than you and me, Tony. John. Oh, yeah? John got us from Palmdale to mm-hmm. Newport in an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's I zigzagged. You know what? I, I, I just grabbed... It's only about 80 miles, right? I downloaded a game to play because I didn't want to look outside. Yeah, we had <laughs> actually coming from the... Uh, from from. 
Lake the Lake, Lake Elsinore area. Uh, it wasn't that bad of a drive. It was pretty good. Andrew drove that morning, so uh-huh. it made it even better. And uh, we took one of those, uh, I think it was like Highway 138 or something. I have no uh, idea. Just, I, was I didn't drive the either other way. Side of the mountain. Yeah, I perfect. drove up with uh, Ben and then drove back with um, with John. Anyway, um, it was a fantastic weekend, and if you guys get a chance, um, get up there. If you don't know how, I'm sure you could call the lake, and they probably let you in for one day so you can check it out and see for yourself. If not, find the friend and go with the friend because the lake uh, stocks, I believe, what, Thursdays or Friday mornings very early, and great weekends. Great weekends of fishing there. Okay, so what I want to do now is, before the show's over, Tony, okay, is we have the Del Mar show. We've done the show for years and years. Unfortunately, this year we weren't ready for, mm-hmm. for the show, so we decided not to do the Fred Hall show in Del Mar. However, I'm on my way after the show and probably after breakfast. I'm going to head down there and I'm going to go see Ben. Mm -hmm. Ben's going to be at the Accurate booth. I'm also looking forward to seeing the booth at Turner's Outdoorsman. Okay, Turner's has amazing specials every show. And which we will be talking to, believe it or not, Mike Wynn. um, He'll be here in studio with Bill DePriest next week. Okay, And that'll be just prior to the Pacifico Sport Fishing Show. There's just so many shows going on. You need to know this. Right now, Bart Hall Show, Del Mar, San Diego version, is going on right now. And then the following two weeks, you're going to have the Pacifico Sport Fishing Show. And then on the 19th, a one-day event, Day at the Docks at Point Loma, down where we down in San Diego, where we get all our uh, get on all the boats. You have uh, Fisherman's Landing, um, Point Loma Sport Fishing, and then you have H and M Landing. It's right there in the parking lot. We'll be there. We'll have a booth there, and then it'll the season will close off with at the end of March, last week in March, beginning of April, we'll have the Fred Hall Show Long Beach. So there's a lot going on. And I would tell you, if you get an opportunity, go to these shows, get familiarized with all that stuff. I heard there's amazing, just simply amazing specials, okay? Brand new and even used equipment. There's some dealers that are selling used equipment. I, I'm going to admit something to you, Tony, that I've never said it, but the two spinning reels that I have, mm-hmm. okay? In fact, I think I was with you when I bought them. I was going to get these brand new, I won't mention the make, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, these two, they were Model 1000s, and I'm going, when the heck am I going to use 1000s other than for trout at Irvine Lake, remember? And <coughs> this particular dealer had used equipment. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. We had a lot of good used equipment you can find at a great value, especially for you because you were just starting to get into trout fishing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I have fished trout, but not the type that we do in Southern California. So it's right. a little bit different. And having to buy the right equipment, and you, you guided me there. And I remember I bought two used ones for less than the price of a brand new one. And they were exactly the same. And you couldn't tell. And I've had them for, what, five years, six years, and they still work. They were with me at the lake. So... That is. Now, what I think more important than the reel when it comes to uh, fishing these trout is definitely your rod. 
your rod, I think, were, is everything. This new feather light, mm-hmm. eight foot, and I believe um, Oliver just did a little thing on Facebook. Um, he went live. It really makes a difference. You just simply tap it, and that that tip is wiggling. So if you're going to throw a jig, it's just simply amazing, even if you don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, even if you use the mice tail, it gives that tail. Anything you throw out there is going to give it a lot of, a lot of uh, movement. And then when you set the hook, you see the parabolic nature of this rod, but you still have a lot of backbone. And remember, it's two pound test, so it has to be very flexible, because if not, you're going to bust. Right, you're going to bust the line if you pull too hard. I remember when um, Andrew told me, uh, fishing two-pound test on a big fish, it's pretty much uh, just trying to guide him in. Okay, you're not going to pull. He's going to pull. And when he gets tired, you're going to bring him in. It's true. Okay, the two-pound test, you have to be very careful. However, like I said, I'm going to challenge you two, put you on the center console, and we're going to go see if we can catch some. Uh, I'd love to get some Benita. Okay, one two-pound test. Uh, Or a very minimum, some larger mackerel. That'll be fun. Okay, and then I will be fishing two- and four-pound tests this season uh, for bass. Actually, for everything. Okay. Uh, That's going to be fun. Last time out, I caught a really nice, uh, nice, uh, a decent halibut. Yeah. Okay, I wonder if I would have caught that on two- or four-pound test. If it's even doable. Well, you like to test gear to their limits. I've seen you push, push, push. And on two-pound test, test, I'm going to have to do the. You probably use the feather light. I don't. I don't know that. The problem is the depth. I'm going to have to go shallow. Like I'm not going to be able right. to go 120 feet. No, uh, definitely not. But I could probably do 20, 25 feet, 30 feet. Possibly. Yeah, and then just. It just depends on the structure of what's down there. Because that two-pound test, you know, you don't want to get caught in anything. But that's going to make. So yeah, you got to fish some just hard bottom. Or sandy bottom, though, yeah. where there's no structure. There's so many variables here. I'm That'd gonna, be great to catch oh my your gosh. fish of a lifetime, your two-pound class. Can you imagine a, a, you know, a double-digit calico bass on two-pound test? I haven't done that, I admit. I mean, I we used to, in the old days, we used to fish them with eight-pound, six-pound, but I was straight uh, monofilament, okay? So this is, this is interesting. And I know that you can take two pounds and you can double it up on a liter. Um, and I know those the club rules will right. say it's okay. I can't do it. I'm too much of a purist. I'm going to go full two pounds. And Steve keeps telling me, no, you should put a liter to mm-hmm. avoid the, the biting off a two pound. No. Two pound is still pretty strong. If, if you hook the dra- them the right way, right in the lip there. If the drag is set right and you've got a forgiving rod, which is what we have with Fishing Syndicate, these rods forgive, okay? So it makes it a lot Puts easier. Puts the pressure on the rod instead of the line. Exactly. You're yeah. able to pull it out. All right. Well, anyway, listen, everybody that's down in San Diego, come by today. Uh, I said, I think the show opens at 10. I'll be there right around 10, 11 o'clock. I'm going to go straight into Accurate. I'm going to hang out with Accurate a little bit. Then I'm going to go check out Turner's. The other um, place I'll be hanging out is with our friend Orchid Martinez. 
Okay, Orchid is uh, has her booth there with Baja Fishing Convoys. And if you know, we've done multiple trips now with her. We filmed them all. She does Cedros, Bay of LA, Mag Bay, Loretto. I mean, uh, she's actually trying to put together a trip for us to San Quintin. I will let everybody know we're only going to take six the first time, and then we're trying to go explore, uh, Tony, um, for a shoe giveaway. Okay, so we see if we can give a shoe giveaway. All right, so uh, a lot of exciting things are happening. Okay, so I just say pay attention, be ready. Okay, and um, I believe on the 28th, okay, which is Tuesday, 28th, not next Tuesday, the Tuesday after that, will be Taco Tuesday. And then the show will start. On Thursday the second, the BCS show. I'll try to make it to the Taco Tuesday. It's a little bit harder, get, you know, beating that traffic from. But if I if I now get there, are you going to be time, at the PCS show? Yeah, I'll be there with you guys, especially on the weekends. Especially on the weekends. Okay, Andrew Max going to be there. Ben has a booth there. I think Ben's in a different building though. More, oh really? We're, we're okay. in the main Costa Mesa. Well, building. they've grown so big in that. In uh, that they show, have five buildings be, now, so it, it's wow. huge. It's huge. Okay, so um, that's what's going on. You going to fish at all this week? I'm look. Yeah, I'm going to get out and finally fish uh, Lake Elsinore. I'm going to take the float tube out, make sure everything's working, get it ready for uh, some serious summertime fishing. I'm going to go practice. I want to catch a couple of those wipers. I'm going to go practice a two-pound test at some of the local docks here. I'm going to walk some of the docks, mm-hmm. see if I can get Just some spotties some or anything out there. Even the mackerel that's out there, okay? That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. i got to get a feel for two-pound test before I go absolutely crazy. Yeah, we got to catch some mackerel for all the kids' events coming up, too. We definitely need some mackerel. So. When is your first kid event? Uh, they typically start in March. So depending on where we're at, whether it's the Mile Square event for all the kids, uh, when we do four other big uh, kids events through the city of Orange. So, you know, thank goodness to all the volunteers that come out and Team 57 and uh, the fishing clubs that come out that help. And we just couldn't do it without them. You know, well, it's all it's all volunteer if stuff. If you so. need it, we take the center console out. There we go. We put sabiki rigs. That would be fun. And you get five, six at a time. Put them in the bait tank. We just don't put water in there. Yeah, okay. We're ready. We put ice in the in the bait tank, and then we'll scoop them up. At Catch the end. a couple hundred and just just. Well, that 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 helps you out, and it helps for the kids' uh, derby. Definitely. Okay, it's bait out there, and it gives us something to catch. And then when we've caught enough, then we're allowed to use your two pound. Yeah. Pure two pound. Pure two pound. I'd love to see you catch a world class bass on two pound, man. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Get out in the water. Enjoy it. All right. This is Angler Chronicles. Tony and I are out. I'm heading down to San Diego, so if you got a chance, come by and see me. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Angler Chronicles, dropping the mic. We're out. That's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.